Good morning, podcasters. In today's podcast, we are going to be discussing that classmate, that neighbor or colleague or coworker that seems to have it all. Popularity, looks, athletic abilities, charisma, money, but, but you know him, you know her, and they're not following Christ. Well, Solomon has a wise warning for us today concerning the wicked winner. You were listening to the Wisdom for All of Life podcast, a podcast where we look at the wisdom literature of Scripture and apply it to our everyday lives. I'm Brandon Neely, Pastor Brandon Neely, and this is a part of my teaching ministry at Christ Church of Acadiana in southwest Louisiana. Our proverb for today is Proverbs chapter 3, verse 31. Do not envy a man of violence, and do not choose any of his ways. In verse 33, the Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the dwelling of the righteous. How can they be so successful? How can they drive such a nice and fancy car? Everyone loves them. They're the cool kid in class. They've got all the popularity, all the promotions. They're at the head of every table. They are in the penthouse. They've got the 26-inch rims, and yet I know what they're up to. I know the wicked they do in secret, taking advantage of others, violating others' rights. It's just not right. It's not fair that the wicked should be winning. But boy, does it look like they do. Well, do you know this guy or gal? Have you ever fallen prey to this particular temptation? Shaking your fist at God, pouting, throwing a temper tantrum because you see the wicked in the world, and it looks as though they're, you know, hashtag winning. He's a classmate or a co-worker. Hopefully not. You know, maybe he's in your church. Or, you know, well, he attends at least occasionally. Whoever he or she is, he or she is close to you. You know them and you know they're wicked. They're dismissive and disrespectful of their teacher. A scorner or a shirker in school. Yet they're so cool. They're crooked, doing all sorts of dirty dealing at work. Selling bad products, shirking on their duties, shamming and scamming on people. And yet they're so wealthy. They're, they're winning. Everyone loves them. Listen, you've got to watch out. Heads up, incoming. Watch out for envy. That green-headed monster is lurking around the corner. What does Solomon tell us? Do not envy the violent man. Do not envy the wicked. Do not be envious of what appears to be their success. You see, Solomon knows us. He knows how we tick. He knows we are prone to judge according to appearances. And this guy, this gal, wow, they look good. We're prone to judge hastily. That means we don't take in all the information. We don't know, like God does, the end from the beginning. And this guy or this gal, their star is rising. They look good according to all appearances. They look good. Things are going well for them. If being wrong looks this good, I don't know if I want to be right, right? No, wrong. Don't be deceived by the temporary appearance. They're not on a good trajectory. They're not headed in a good direction. Do you know the difference between falling and flying? Now, upon first glance, it might look similar. As far as the appearance goes, you know, they're, they seem to be the same. And the exhilarating you know, feel might be similar. But the differences become apparent in time. See, the difference between falling and flying, to sum it up nicely, is the ground. 
You see, at first it's a thrill, but that ground is rushing at you at 140 miles per hour, and not long now, well, the fool, the wicked, the scorner, the violent man, the one we must dare not be jealous of or envious, this one they'll find out soon enough they've never been flying. Oh, it looked like flying to the world, and it felt like flying for a little while, but it wasn't, not at all, it was falling. Don't envy the wicked, Solomon says. They're on a bad trajectory, they're headed in a bad direction, and their end their indestruction is inevitable. They're just about to reach terminal velocity, if you will. Verse 32 makes it plain. The Lord punishes the wicked. Now, the Lord punishes in various ways. He can use secondary means. He can use armies. He can use nuclear weapons or earthquakes or floods. He can use economic downturns. He can use all sorts of mechanisms to punish the wicked. But one thing is sure. He does punish the wicked. The wise son or the wise daughter must never forget the Lord in the equation. He will always punish and or reward appropriately every person for their every action toward others. He's the governor of all person-to-person relationships, and he is just. The Lord is always in the equation. He will repay. Vengeance belongs to him. And, And when we are tempted to envy The wicked's current state of affairs, the wealth, the popularity. Oh, look, they're flying. They're on cloud nine. Don't, don't envy them. Don't ever forget that the Lord is a part of the equation. And not only don't envy them, but also don't dare follow them. And the two are connected. You see, that's the real problem. You you remember back in grammar school, Back in fourth or fifth grade, maybe even junior high or high school, there was always that rebellious kid. It always seemed that in high school and junior high that rebellion was cool. Well, that rebellious kid, that scorner, as Solomon calls him, the fool, always negative, fighting with the teacher to establish the classroom atmosphere. She's serious and he's joking around. She's laughing and he's sulking. He's so cool, right? He's always doing things his own way. Well, This dynamic never goes away. No matter how old you are, there's scorners everywhere. This guy, this gal, they're everywhere. And we have a tendency to follow them. To follow them for the apparent success they're having. Everyone's laughing at their jokes. They're popular. They're cool. They're the head of the table. They've got the money and the success. And we want all of that stuff. But it's not fair that they should have it. And so we begin to follow them. This following is driven by the sin of envy. We want what they have. And so we do what they do. We want their results. Well, if you want their results, you've got to work their system. You've got to walk in their ways and adopt their language. Join their group and practice what they preach. But wise sons and daughters everywhere, whoever you are at the sound of my voice, don't fall for it. If you've got to, be uncool for a little while. Despise the shame of the world. Be poor if necessary. Don't envy. And don't, out of envy, follow the wicked. Don't walk in their path or sit in their seats or sign their membership cards. Rather, trust in the Lord and trust in His timing. Stay within the guardrails that He's given you. That is the path to your success. It might seem slower. It might seem a little bit more like the tortoise than the hare, but you know who's going to win in the end. Why? Why should we trust in the Lord? Why Why should we stick to His timing and obey His rules? Here's why. The proverb tells us, The Lord rewards the righteous. Let me read it for you, just so we can get it real clear. The Lord, the Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the 
the dwelling of the righteous. The Lord rewards the righteous. He blesses the righteous. His delight and favor is on the righteous. And not only them, but the text tells us that it's on his household. Isn't that something? His wife and his children. To have a righteous father is a blessing for the whole family. A blessing from the Lord. Blessings that will roll downhill one generation after the next. So don't lose it all on on envy. Don't, don't lust after what the wicked have. And don't dare be tempted to walk in their ways. Stay true to the Lord. Be patient. Trust in Him. And let those blessings start rolling in generation after generation. This has been another episode of the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. I am Brandon Neely. And as always, remember, if the Lord has called you to it, He will equip you. He will protect you. And He will bless you along the way. Have a wonderful day.